podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Wolves Weekly. With Mikey Burrows. Featuring the biggest names from past and present. All the teams, all the talking points. Hello there, I'm Mikey Burrows. Welcome to another episode of Wolves Weekly. I'm joined this week by the former Wolves players Matt Murray and Lee Naylor. We'll discuss the defeat to United, including Dan Bentley's debut and what it's like to be thrown in as a goalkeeper, plus how to approach the final game and which players might be having their final Molyneux moment this coming weekend. With it being the stage of the season where there is no under-21s or under-18s football, though it should be noted the under-19s have gone out for a tournament in India, which we'll talk more about on next week's episode of Wolves Weekly, there's also no women's football to discuss either. We will have a special episode reviewing their season coming up. So our focus this week is simply on the men's first team. And we start with Matt Murray's thoughts on the defeat to Manchester United. Then we expected to lose the game. It was always going to be difficult. They're pushing to try and get into that top four. They've had a couple of disappointing results. So you always um, beware the wounded animal, if you like. It's some really, really good players. And going to Old Trafford is getting hard again. Um, but I still always feel when Wolves send a team there, the games have always been so close for a good number of seasons now. So I feel that with the team, with the manager we've got, we can always be competitive. Obviously, the only change Wolves made was putting Benz in goal. Um, so yeah, it was it was going to be tough, but they deserved it. You know, they deserved it. They created a lot. Um, keeper was was mad busy, but yeah. So so my reaction is Wolves are safe, but it also shows you that you know we do need to strengthen in the summer if we're going to get back up there because you know the ambitions of this club a minimum top half finish, but we want to be pushing, trying to get in the top six. I guess the the frustration, Lee Naylor, is that um, Wolves didn't have a shot on target in the game and uh, up until the first goal it was kind of relatively even like Wolves Man United had a lot of the ball early on but didn't really create too much until the second half Um, it's just that same old problem isn't it of we're kind of watching them and thinking where is the cutting edge in this side yeah it's been a problem for a good minute now Um, I think funnily enough I was having a conversation with Matty in the car talking about this game and I sort of said before the Brighton game we thought we were safe and I think we came off the gas a lot and I thought and I said to Matty I went I hope it's not one of those games although I hope your keeper has a worldie and we go and win <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's one of them where we can hold it with the best and if we get that cutting edge, it could put us up, you know, quite a few places in the table come the end of the end of the season. It's not going to be easy though, is it now? And that, I think that's the thing that we're chatting about that obviously uh, Kalasinic, is that the, the lad he's going to be obviously Kalajic. fit for three seasons? Yeah. He, so again, we've not seen any of him because unfortunately he had the injury, he did his cruise ship, he's a big boy. Um, but I think it's, you know, getting getting strikers is, is is difficult and costs money. Diego Costa, you know, he's working hard, he's put himself about, isn't he? 
But, you know, when I watched him against Villa, I was at the game. That was my little boy's first game. We went to that and we we were, you know, we had to take a little bit of pressure. But it just, yeah, it's glowing. It's glaring all season that we need someone like we had with Jimenez when he was bang at it. That sort of player would be great. So be interesting to see what Wolves can do in the market. As I said, it's going to got to be changed in the summer. Players coming in, um, but players will have to leave as well. So a goal scorer is not cheap. It really, really isn't cheap. Everybody wants one. But if you look, why did Villa kick on Ollie Watkins scoring the goals, you know? You look at Ivan Tony at Brentford, uh, you know, pl- pl- uh, clubs like that. So Wolves need that, need a proper, proper number number nine for me. That That's a bit. On that basis, are you both a little bit surprised to say, we'll talk about Dan Bentley specifically in a second, but are you both a little bit surprised that there weren't more changes? He has hinted at giving minutes to to other players if we're now in a frame where we're preparing for next season um what is it are these games a time to to experiment a bit yeah i think so i i i 100 i think it's it's your your fringe players your, your players who you think are, are going to be involved next season along with the mix in your head that you know hopefully you're going to bring in um it's a it's a good way to to gauge where where your players are at as well. I mean, especially ones that have not played regularly and or, or have not played much. Um, so yeah, I was a bit surprised, but again, I think it, I think the manager was. I think he wanted to try and get a result. I'm not going to lie. I think of course he wants to get his results, but yeah, I think there's a few players there to look at. But I, I agree. You know, with Nels, I think this is the time we have got to look at it. But, and, and also, you know, we're probably not going to have Ruben Neves past the summers. Every chance Ruben will go. So who else can can go in midfield? I think it's good that Neto's getting regular minutes because if he gets back up to what he knows we can do, then he's going to be top, top. But I also feel that, you know, I wasn't at the game, but did we go four four two again? Because I don't feel that that's really a system he wants to play as well. So I think it might be interesting to, 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 to you know, experiment with the system. Will Hecham be the answer? Not sure. So I, I agree. I think he needs to look at players, really work on things. And, and we've got that luxury of a couple of games to go. Uh, but yeah, I, I just feel there are going to be quite a few changes. The team that starts the first game of next season will look quite different to to what played at Old Trafford. Um, Dan Bentley was the only change. Uh, how and what great... a change it was, huh? Jeez. Well, he he had an unbelievable debut. He made some real top level saves for a guy, and it's it's a weird one, Matty, because like the guy's played like four hundred odd games, isn't he? He's, he's twenty nine years old. He's a very experienced goalkeeper. It happened to be his Premier League debut, but the way some people were talking were like, you know, he was a nineteen year old thrown in there. The guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, and that's the thing, but he still was his Premier League debut. It's coming into Old Trafford. So when you waited and wanted something so much, and I think Dan will have had a, we, you know, Nails alluded to the Brighton game. You know, I thought uh, Jose Sarr had been outstanding for Wolves in some big, big home wins, clean sheets. Then the Brighton game, uh, Jose took a, bit of, took a bit of criticism. And, you know, some of it rightly so, but the whole team weren't at it. Then you'd have thought, Benz might have thought, Do you know what? I'm going to get my debut against the Villa. But uh, Lopetegui stuck with Jose Sarr. I think, you know, it proved right. One save he made was top, top draw. But that's where, uh, again, he got a credit Bentley because of how he, you know, he came out of the team at Bristol City through no fault of his own, kept working hard. Then he came for his opportunity. 
knew that he probably had to come as a two, but always wanted to play in the Premier League, back himself. I like the free kick he took. You know, the one that whipped over the wall and just moved his feet, bang, two hands and it's stuck and then he's up and running. So, look, he got some serious, serious props, but that that's why the club had done their due diligence. They got him near enough for free or whatever. I'm not fully sure what the what the deal was, but, um, you know, he, he, he's come in there and he's, he, he's someone that Tony Roberts knew all about. The club know well and, uh, yeah, once he started making a few of those saves, the result was disappointing, but I'm sure Dan Bentley will be very, very happy with his introduction to the Wolves fans and his his debut in uh, Premier League football. It was the one Lee Naylor, um, I think from Jaden Sancho, where he gets down low with his right hand. That To me, that was like, wow. Okay, like yeah, because match sharpness can be a real difficult thing for a goalkeeper, especially if you're number two and you haven't yeah. played a game for four or five months. Yeah, it just shows you, you know, what sort of professional he is. I think he sort of wished that he got an opportunity this season and he stayed fit, he stayed sharp. Uh, he's obviously stayed on it in training. And, uh, you know, the rewards came that day because he pulled off so many saves. Um, and what a feeling it must be for him to make his debut and to... You know, to be involved that much. Obviously, you don't want to be on a losing team. Don't get me wrong. But when you're pulling off saves and you're, and you're involved as a goalkeeper, it's what you want. Um, even though they might tell you, no, no, blah, blah, blah. But they want to be involved in some way. And they want to be, you know, if, you, if you're like a, a hero, um, you can have heroes at both ends. Um, and I thought he was tremendous. And I thought fair play to him. He kept sharp. He kept professional. Yeah, and it's massive for Wolves that I think because it's shown that I will hope you know he'll be hoping he can get the last couple of games of the season, but it also keeps that pressure on Jose Sarr knowing you know what there's someone breathing down my neck here. I've got to be at it every single day. I thought John Ruddy put a lot of pressure on um, on Jose Sarr. They decided to make the change of Sarkic and bring Bentley in, but it also shows uh, Lopetegui or whoever is in charge at Wolves, you know, and people there to say that if he's needed, he can do it. He can do it in the Premier League. So he'll want to, you know, it's one game. So he'll want to make sure he finishes the season strong, play against Everton, play against Arsenal. He started with Arsenal as a kid. So that will have a bit of a, you know, probably a nostalgia for him. But um, yeah, it was, uh, as, apart from the result, it was near enough as good a debut as uh, any player, any, certainly any goalkeeper could, could wish for. Matty, will he have been feeling the pressure? Because as a goalkeeper, you kind of get, one chance really don't you like other outfield players you can like go in and play for like 10-15 minutes here and there kind of warm yourself into it whereas a goalkeeper like there is no there's no room to make a mistake first and foremost and in front of 75,000 people there's even less yeah of course there's a pressure and the demands that goalkeepers put on themselves and you do you want to get in a rhythm of it and it is especially one of those you can do as much many shooting drills as you like and everything else, but he's played behind a back four that he's probably never played with before. He can do whatever you like in training. There's nothing like it. Playing at Old Trafford, let's be honest, everybody grow, grows up thinking I'd love to, to to play at Old Trafford. There, uh, you know those sort of stadiums, Anfield, the Emirates. They're the ones you, as a kid, you you dream of playing at. So, of course, he'll have had his friends, his family there, everything else. He'd been waiting for this opportunity for so so long. So. Courses that pressure, but you do want to show that. Look, if, if I'm thrown in at any stage, I can do it. And you know, Sarkic had to do it at Anfield in the FA Cup again. 
that's with the pressure of the press that Anfield, and this is against all right the points weren't maybe needed Wolves were safe but on a personal pride then yeah it's it's difficult as a goalkeeper and you have those high standards Dan Bentley is what is it Nail said he's a top professional really is great human being so yeah there will be those personal pressures the pressure to show the manager but yeah so far he's delivered so it's uh, it's about building on it do you want to get more active? Wolves Foundation, the club's official charity, runs an active through football project, which helps people of all ages to improve their physical fitness. Sessions are fun, friendly and have real positive results. To find out the range of activities on offer, contact Liam Turner at wolves.co.uk. Let's talk about Everton. Lee Naylor, what what are you expecting team wise in that game? Because there's quite a few who could be kind of having their Molyneux farewell potentially. I talk about Jean Martino especially because he wasn't even in the squad at Old Trafford. Yeah. Would you be tempted to give players a bit of a, a Molyneux moment, or is there no room for sentiment in the modern game? No, I think that could be a late change. I'm not sure if the gaffer will go straight out and start. Um. I think you'd give him a farewell in that sense where you'd probably bring him on if we're winning, if, that, if that's the sense. I think the manager's a winner. And I think um, he wants to win games, no matter what the situation being in terms of, yeah, we're, we're safe with this, with that. He's, first and foremost, he'll want to win the game. It'll be a tough, tough game. But he also, you know, I think he's got a side to him where he's going to pay respects to those who've done well for the club. Um, so in, for, in my eyes, I, I can see it being a late change if, if they don't start. Um, uh, just for the you know, f- for him and the fans just to say goodbye and thank you. Did, did you think, Nails, as well? You imagine with obviously Everton had a fantastic result away at um, Brighton, they showed what they can, they can do, but you know, when Sean Dyche comes to town, that it's going to be quite a physical game and Jal Martino maybe. More on the diminutive side, if you like. Fantastic footballer. What a servant for Wolves. What a technician. But maybe that side of it, obviously Wolves will want to try and dominate the ball. But if you're looking at it and thinking, will I leave Totti Gomez at left back just because of that bit of that physical side again? Maybe with, with Martinho, would it, is it the right game for him? I hope he gets some sort of minutes because like Lee said there, we're safe, everything else. And of course you want to win the game, but he's still so the Wolves fans will want to I think he's pretty, everyone would say he's going to leave. So everyone wants to show him that respect. But he has to go down as one of the best, has to be one of the best Premier League signings we've have ever made. It has to, because yeah. of what it cost, what he's done, the standards he's meant to have driven in, you know, behind the scenes. I just loved watching him. And uh, many a time he's been top, top draw. And I think if you ask people like Ruben Nevers and that, I bet they said he's been a massive influence on why his time at Wolves has been uh, so successful as well. Matt, is that why this game is actually uh, a bit of a difficult balancing act for Julian Lopetegui? Because it's the final game in front of your own fans for for months, right? So you kind of feel a pressure to to send the fans away happy. You've been in good form at home as well. You know, four wins on the bounce, four clean sheets on the bounce. You don't want to let that slide. But yeah, as we've been discussing, you might want to give potential send-offs. You might want to look at a few other options and you face an Everton team who are desperate for the points. Yeah, that's the other thing. You've got to have the integrity 
for the league, haven't you? You know, you can't just make it too much of a uh, an exhibition, if you like, and all these, um, you know, all, all, all that side of it with the with the emotions, if you like, and doing things to certain players. Everton are fighting for the lives, but there's also Leeds, Nottingham Forest, things like that that you've got to show the respect to. Um, so, and, and the higher you can finish in the Premier League, then that's worth money. It's worth a lot of money. So, um, and like you always say, you want to leave your fans with that positivity. There's a lot of positivity. Lopetegui has come in and wow, he's done a, a fantastic job. Wolves were in a right situation when he walked in. So yeah, you want to keep momentum. You want to keep all those things. But I still do feel there's certain players that, that will need that send-off. And I always feel that with Nuno. That was a, one of the hardest bits when Nuno left. And it was a time when we had no fans in. That that was the one bit that was an absolute, you know, a bit of a, a, a killer for me. It's a bit of a gutter. But it is what it is. But Wolves will be wanting to win. They want to be doing the right thing. But Everton, yeah, they're fighting for their lives. And I, I think Everton will stay up. Um I always got a little soft spot for Everton because that was my stepdad's Keep team. Union. I, <laughs> oh, Neville Southall was my hero growing I was up. Say, so you, I you, you, you absolutely adored Neville Southall, didn't you? Oh, for a long I time. I did, man. I did. So, and I've never always been in the, you know, the the longest day, aren't they, in the top flight? So, Premier League without Everton would always seem crazy. Kev Stairwell being there as well, ex Wolves guy, did a really good job. So, look, no sentiment on, you know, when they come to Molyneux, but I think there's a lot of reasons why. Wolves will, will take it right. And there'll be players who will be given opportunities as well, who are trying to play for their futures. So like Dan Bentley's trying to say, I can play in the Premier League. I can play for you, Julian Lopetegui. I can, you know, push Saar whoever, or whatever keeper there is next season. And there'll be other players as well wanting to say, I can do this. And there might be a few players like Adama Traor or whatever, going, get me some minutes and I want to make sure, because I think he, he's out of contract, isn't he? So he, he wants to... He wants to put himself in the shop window. So there's plenty of plenty of twists that are going to go on uh, against Everton. Because this is the thing, Lee Naylor, that um, how, mu- uh, how much do you think we've, we might have been playing a certain way to get survival? And now it's the first time we get to see the team potentially in non-survival mode. Are we going to learn <laughs> anything different against uh, I, Everton this weekend? I can't see that happening this season I don't think he'll want to put that into practice just yet um, I don't think it's his formation but what he did was he found a formation that won games and from the Chelsea game they've been top so when you find that solution in such a hard time in what in, in the times that we were going through he stuck to it and I think he ain't going to change until we see the fresh the freshness of the next season I can't see him doing it. Um, but, you know, the likes of Jao Gomez, uh, Lamina, Neves in there, they've all been fantastic. And it'd be interesting to see what he puts out, but I can't see him changing the formation. No, you don't think he'll have a little experiment now? A little bit no, and just no. try a few people in in certain situations? I, that, I, would like to, I would like to see, I'd like for him to go, right, to the press, here we go. This is how I'm going to play next season. This is my formation. It's obviously not the personnel, but they're, they're the ones that have got the shirt at the minute. But yeah, I'd love that, but he's not going to do that. Go and entertain, you know, because that's what I would say is it can sometimes be a fine line. I thought, you know, that's why Bruno Large lost his job towards the end, because towards the end, there was no, the XG was low. So I think he's done exactly what Lee said. He had to come in, he had to keep Wolves up, he had to do that job. 
But all, all in all, the, him as a manager, he's used to fighting at the top end of the table. He's used to being a winner. He's used to to going and and and, and playing for trophies and European football. So, you know, he'll have come with ambition. So I, I do think he'll, um, you know, I think it'll be a fine line. But I could see a little bit of experimenting going on. Maybe, maybe, and going going there. I don't know. First goal is big, isn't it? Because if Everton have to come out at them, if Wolves and Murray, get the goal, Murray in goal and Naylor at left back. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh wow! That we won't get out of our box. <laughs> hang on, hang on. There's there's experimentation, and then there's just going too far, and yeah. and getting you two back in. I mean, oh, Naylor, Naylor tried to play two games in a weekend the other week, and then he's not stopped yeah. talking about the fact that he's still broken. Oh, I, I think that's have to sign some disclaimers there. I. Uh, <laughs> I, I I saw that my little boy was there and um, yeah I don't think he can quite I took him and say to Wolves Villa Nails was commentating and he I don't think he believed that me and Lee actually did you know set foot on that pitch obviously Naylor a lot more than me and a lot more distinguished than me but yeah it was yeah Nails I think those days imagine that <laughs> I guess the the final thing to ask you both is that element of how important is it to to finish on a high does it matter in the terms of the the fans' perceptions, because there will be a long time before we see them at Molyneux again. So we talked about potential changes. You two differ on on what you would do in terms of approach to the game, but but how much is riding on this in terms of Lopetegui's reputation, in terms of some of the players' reputations and what they need to do? For me, like as Matty. I uh, just pointed to there, finishing in a higher position gets you more money. We are in a little bit of a sticky patch where we need money next season. That's And everyone knows that. No one's uh, alluded to the fact that we do. Um, we are going to need to sell players. We are going to need to bring new players in. Um, so the higher we can finish, the better uh, for a financial point of view. So I'm sure the club knows that. I'm sure the manager knows that. Um, so I think they'll be doing all they can to win win these last last games. I, I think it will be, I feel like a little bit of an end of an era. I think there's some players there that when um, Wolves got promoted under Nuno, what, what an amazing time in the championship. And then some of the signings, either some of the lads went up with Wolves or some were brought in, but it just feels like you know, if Ruben Neves moves on, Adama Traore, Martinho, um, Jimenez feels like he's, you know, he's coming to an end. So suddenly, I don't, I can't think if they all go, I think that might be the whole team then that's going to gradually change. So it will feel like an end of an era. Um, I think go and entertain, go and put on a show. But I already feel... It's about the window. It's about the summer that will create that buzz. I think the fact everyone believes we've got a really, really good manager. He was backed in January. Um, it was needs must. So yeah, of course, a nice performance, a great result will be great. Will, will be brilliant. But I still feel there's enough positivity because of the manager. And there's, but it, I think the Wolves fans are just looking at it and thinking, right? How do we make? How do we evolve now? What's that transition going to look like? And I feel that he's shown that working with the likes of Matt Hobbs and Jeff Shee, that he can get some good targets. So Lamina, tick. I think he's come in and done really well. I think Dawson's come in and done well. Looks like Bentley's a good signing. So suddenly we're getting, you know, players that are, are looking good. 
Cunha, Sarabia, you know, they've all done a decent job. So I think that if he, he unmarks players, he should be, you know, he should be backed. And if they come in, then uh, they'll certainly uh, kick balls on. So I think it's more, yeah, finish good, say goodbye to certain players. And then it's already got to be about the summer for me. Thanks for listening to the all-new Wolves Weekly from Wolves Radio. Don't forget to give us a follow at Wolves across social media. And all the very latest is at wolves.co.uk or on the move via the Wolves app. Podcast Network.